Receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. The InfoWars servers are laboring right now under record traffic as the world tunes in to hear what myself and my guests are going to break down and say and what callers to this broadcast are going to say about the historic, incredibly bold move that we witnessed yesterday by the president. I came up here last night, shot a special report at 10 p.m. right as the president was taking credit for what unfolded. We have the top link at drudgereport.com, and you can see it there. And we have live feeds embedded in that report. Sleeper cells in the USA. And then the report details how the FBI has already arrested people that were clearly planning sleeper cell attacks. We're going to be looking at every angle of that as well. I'm asking listeners to really pull back and be cerebral about this. And I'm, I'm trying to do that myself. I'm certainly not lecturing you. I'm lecturing myself. And look geopolitically what's happening around the world and what message President Trump is really sending with this, not just to North Korea, but also to Obama and Hillary and John Kerry that have been working with Iran publicly against President Trump and Congress and against the law. And the fact that they've been encouraging Iran to attack ships, sink ships, uh, and engage in massive paramilitary activity across the Middle East, triggering a wider civil war between Shiites and Sunnis. So that's really what's going on here. Now, is it good what President Trump did? Well, let's look at why he did do it. And then let's ask ourselves what he was supposed to do if he didn't take action and Iran was given a green light to continue to expand provocations and try to overthrow the Iraqi government and install another domino in their plan for the original Islamic Republic of planet Earth. ISIS was simply trying to copy from a Sunni perspective what the Shiites have successfully done in Persia. And the Iranians are where the word Aryan comes from. Hitler modeled his system off of the Aryan plan where they have believed for 3,000 years they have a right to rule the earth. The Iranian people are very smart folks and they founded what is modern India today, Pakistan. They invented chess, much of language, astronomy, and a mixture of that with uh, expansionist Islam is a good case of cancer. Any way you slice it. So we already had one guy last century saying he was an Aryan, going to take over the planet. Uh, and uh, we we do have that going on again. I'm not saying I want to have war with Iran. I'm not saying they're the devil. I'm saying that the Hezbollah militias all over the world are the most expansionist arm of Islam and are working with the globalist deep state against President Trump and America. And so that's not being discussed in the news why this happened. Israel is bracing for retaliatory strikes as well. The Pentagon has said that it will be a massive counterstrikes if, if Iran responds disproportionately because this was a response to the attack on the embassy. And I want to be crystal clear yet again. This is not a false flag. This is not a staged event. We were attacked. Our sovereign territory was. Our troops have been getting killed all over the Middle East and Africa by Shiite-trained groups. And so this is a very strong message from the president. Will the gamble succeed? We'll look at the pros and cons where I think it's all going and where you think it's going today on this Friday. 
the night. This is Black Sunshine. This is the potential for World War III and with asymmetric warfare being carried out in Western nations by the Quds forces and their allied militias of Hezbollah. Again, I am your host, Alex Jones. We are now into 2020. It is the third day of January 2020. And we are going to open the phones up throughout the next four hours, starting at the bottom of the hour. And we'll give out the toll-free number at the start of the next segment. Now, I am not going to come on this show and choose a side of I'm for this strike or I'm against this strike. And I'm not doing that to be lukewarm and to not take a side. I'm doing that because I want to look at this from the perspectives of the Iranian government and the individuals running our government and talk about the different players that are involved and what has brought us to this point. Then, at the bottom of the hour, I am going to give you my personal view and what I think about this situation and where I think it's headed and what my discernment and spiritual gut level sight is on this. But I want first to just pull back out of the emotion, myself included, and I want to analyze the facts here. We know that there have been six different chemical attacks that have all been confirmed to be staged in the last five years. A good two years before Trump even got into office, they'd staged several. And the ISIS and Al-Qaeda operatives would fire the chemical weapons and put out promo videos wanting to get the praise like rock stars. But then the press would still blame the Syrians and the Iranians for it. And we would come on air and say that is not the case. That is a staged chemical attack. And the UN has been forced to come out and say it. And it's all been confirmed now. And they're really trying to cover that up. So when Trump blew up that chemical weapons dump in Syria, I got really mad at him because Trump knows good and damn well that that was a staged chemical attack. I thought it meant they were about to escalate like they normally do, but instead he used that to silence the Warhawks and to allow Syria to take its country back from really nasty folks. He made Saudi Arabia stop. We worked with Iran some to help clean up ISIS, but then Iran is now expanding. And Iran did have its militias attack and, and take over the embassy. And they are killing U.S. contractors and they are killing U.S. troops. And they've decided that, no, they're going to have an Islamic Republic out of Iran, their own Islamic state that they set up in 1979, worldwide. And that's what they teach. And that's what their Ayatollah teaches. And that's what this top general, who was second in command in Iran, admittedly, that's what Soleimani was trying to do. And so Trump just can't pull us out of Afghanistan and Syria and Iraq, which he's been trying to do, without getting these groups to stop attacking U.S. interests. Because Saudi Arabia will then launch an even bigger war, and both sides have nuclear weapons. Iran already has nukes, so does Saudi Arabia. And that's why this is all coming to a head. And the issue is the delivery systems that Iran has are getting more sophisticated. And that's why Israel says is if it goes much further, they're going to attack. So regardless of what side you want to be on, we're all on this planet that could end up in a giant new war that rivals anything we've ever seen or could be worse. And so why have we gotten to this point? Because the deep state, the permanent bureaucracy, the CFR, the Bilderberg globalist leftist arm of it, that works closely with the neocons, has been double-dealing with Iran. Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Fiona Hill, the General McMaster types, they have been working publicly in shadow diplomacy to derail everything that Trump's trying to do to bring real detente and a stalemate and an armistice and a ceasefire 
in Africa and the Middle East and end the globalist strategy of the Arab Spring, of breaking Europe's borders, of flooding Turkey, and of destabilization. Trump is really pragmatically saying, we're not going to do this, and the Middle East is not an issue. We're already energy independent in the U.S. We need to pivot to deal with China. They're the real threat. And the globalists want to divert us and our military and our blood into that sand trap. And so Trump has legitimately been trying to end those wars and dial them back and scale down. And the globalists have been saying he's wrong, he's an idiot, and they've been trying to block it. Instead of having the deep state side with Iran against Saudi Arabia or the deep state side with Saudi Arabia over Iran, Trump's tried to say to all the sides, stop it. But that's not happened. And so the Ayatollah, after the embassy was taken over, and after the flag and all the rest of it was captured, he came out and he vowed that Trump could do nothing and that Trump was a joke. Well, now you see that's not the case. But why did he do that? Because continually, the deep state had been giving them intel and advising them to cause a crisis by sinking ships in the Strait of Hormuz and the Persian Gulf. Just like Michael Moore said when President Trump was president-elect, they said, oh, we're going to embarrass him with Iran and with North Korea. But in both cases, Trump has been able to put pressure like he did with North Korea and get them to come to the table, at least ending the escalation that Kim Jong-un was involved in, trying to start a war with his neighbors under globalist direction and Chicom direction, Trump got him to stop all that at least, to back off. They haven't gotten the big permanent deal, but he got him to back off because the U.S. was about to invade two years ago. And so now they're doing that again, and Trump is letting Iran know, just like the situation with North Korea, that carrot or the stick, if you stop all this, the sanctions will go away and we'll work with you. If you keep escalating and working with the deep state, the international globalist system through the CHICOMs to embarrass America and to sabotage us and to bankrupt our military and our country, we're going to confront you when you're militarily expanding and when you proportionately start attacking us, we proportionately attack you, it's going to escalate until we use bunker buster bombs to kill the mullahs in Tehran. And that's something these individuals understand and get. And so that's pragmatically what Trump's doing. There's a lot of other angles. Now, there's a big gamble here, but is it really a gamble? Does Trump really even have a choice? We'll, we'll explore that. Tucker Carlson's very upset with Trump. Uh, obviously, that's a perspective that you can say has a lot of validity. We're going to play that clip coming up this hour. But see, just because there's bad people that want war with Iran, just because the neocons are a bunch of liars and planted WMDs and the New York Times helped do it with the Democrats, bipartisan evil, doesn't mean that Trump's new real politic that he's practicing is wrong. It doesn't mean that because... Just because the neocons are bad and the leftists are bad doesn't mean that Iran and its leadership that's very unpopular and mass murders its own people doesn't mean they're good either. I don't want a war. Our own CIA in 1953 overthrew Mohammed Mosaddegh, who was pro-America, but he wouldn't follow orders of the globalists. And so all of this comes out of what the CIA did back then. So I get regime change isn't good. Then the CIA helped get rid of the Shah and put in the Ayatollahs. So there's a lot of triple and double crossing going on here. And they want to use Iran to embarrass Trump, just like Jimmy Carter was in 1979. And Trump has acted decisively so far to block that and for now is winning the political war. But what will happen in the next phase? I'm here with Scott Uceum, founder of OMG Tax. Tell us how your company helps our listeners out there who have a problem with the IRS. My team of lawyers, enrolled agents, and licensed tax experts remove wage garnishments sometimes in the same day. We even have reduced the total debt some of our clients were required to pay through what is known as an offer in compromise. Can you give us an example of somebody you help? Oh, can I ever? 
We have taken a $500,000 liability with the IRS. Guess what? The client didn't pay a dime through the representation known as non-collectible status with the government. If you owe the IRS more than $10,000 and you want to see if it's possible to pay a lot less, call OMG Tax right now for a free tax-saving consultation. Call 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. That's 800-486-8112. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-506-6740. 800-506-6740. That's 800-506-6740. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. The big question everybody's asking is how will the Islamic Shiite dictatorship of Iran respond to their co-fuhrer, you have the religious leader and you have the military dictator. That's admitted. This guy was probably as powerful as the main royal mullah, the Ayatollah, who traces his royal lineage back to Muhammad. So the Shiites are a form of religious royalty. Uh, Kim Jong-un is a third-generation communist royal. The Saxe-Coburg-Gothas are a, it's got to be 30 generation or so, Transylvanian inbred royalty. And this royalty, this Islamic royalty, has real sleeper cells around the world, and they have promised, quote, the Ayatollah put these tweets out this morning. We can put them up later. The Ayatollah has promised, hashtag, savage revenge, and to destroy the barbarians. And I've got some of the video of a speech he gave saying that the world will be Islamic and that they're going to take over and nothing can stop them. But that's not a threat at all. They say the world belongs to their version of Islam that's hereditary, royalty. And that we've got to bow down to these dudes that all look exactly the same, are totally inbred and crazy, and rule over the Iranians and most of them aren't even Persian. It's just unbelievable. Next segment, I'm going to go over the Paul Joseph Watson article. It's top linked at drudgereport.com. Iran has Hezbollah sleeper cells in the U.S. ready to strike. And it goes through the FBI reports, the con- confirmation of the plans to attack JFK and Pearson airports alone and a lot more. We'll cover that next segment. But let's look right now geopolitically at what's going on. Punch up a map of the Middle East right here, going into Central Asia, and Iran is perfectly situated between Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, Turkmenistan, Azerbaijan, Turkey, Syria, Iraq, Jordan, Israel, Lebanon, Saudi Arabia, Oman, UAE, Persian Gulf, All of it. They're right in the middle of the chessboard. 
Zbigniew Brzezinski has a geopolitical theorem that has been adopted by the globalist called the grand chessboard model. And Iran's right in the middle of that grand chessboard. And the mullahs say that as well. That's, again, where they invented chess. Not the Islamists, but the Persians they've captured and are controlling. And they believe it's their right to export their militias all over the world. And so, yeah, it's a good thing in my view that their militias working with Russia and the United States were able to kick ISIS and Al-Qaeda out of here when back before Hillary Clinton and the globalists were actually aiding that to cause a civil war. But then they did a double deal, Hillary and Obama, and made a deal with Iran to give them billions and millions of dollars and then let them go around and expand proxy wars all over the Middle East and all over Africa and to put their sleeper cells in Europe and the United States. And so contractors and U.S. troops and others are getting killed all over the place as Trump tries to pull back and tries to leave the region for all intents and purposes compared to the escalations. And they're seeing that as weakness. And they're pushing now, saying, oh, we're going to try to make Syria Shiite. We're going to try to make all these other places Shiite. And we're going to attack your embassy because you bombed some of our paramilitary taking over areas of Iraq. And what did the Ayatollah say to Trump? He taunted Trump before the Soleimani strike, said, you can do nothing. You can't do anything. Now, why would he say that? Again, think about the treason of people that claim they're American citizens, even though they're globalists, of John Kerry and Barack Obama, who traveled the world from Korea to Japan to China to Iran to Israel to Germany to the U.K. to Canada to Argentina, Brazil, saying, don't listen to Trump. He's going to be gone soon. He's a loser. He's an idiot. In fact, if you embarrass him by sinking some ships in the Strait of Hormuz or in the Persian Gulf, that'll help remove him back at home, and he's not going to get the backing. Now, here's the danger that Tucker Carlson talks about, and I agree with him. You've got the neocons who double deal and who worked with Iran before to embarrass Jimmy Carter. Oh, yeah, they work with the Iranians. The Iranians are super beyond duplicitous. I mean, when you think about the Iranian mullahs and triple, quadruple games of chess, it's, it's not even strategic. It's mental illness. Straight shooting is the most sophisticated thing in the universe. Innocence is the most sophisticated thing. It's so simple, it's complex. These guys don't get it. They don't get the Christian or Anglo-Saxon Legos or Nexus or, or Genesis. Very sad. It's very smart folks. But it's constant screwing each other, constant double dealing, constant plans within plans, all about vengeance, all about double dealing, all about screwing somebody over. They got like a thousand names for knife over there. And the neocons have been working with them, propping them up the whole time as well because it's an authoritarian regime that they can work with. And when everybody else has sanctions on them, remember Halliburton and Dick Cheney were still making money with them. So tyrants like to work with tyrants. And what you see on the surface is not what's really going on with the neocons and, and, and with John Kerry and the leftist and the globalists that the internationalists that have been working with Iran and the nuclear deal. And Trump is saying it's crazy to let Iran expand around the world and export their Islamic jihad. So we're going to tell you, stop expanding, or we're going to stop you because you've openly declared that you're going to nuke Israel as soon as you can. And whether you love Israel or hate Israel or neutral on it, Israel has 600, 700 nukes. They're not going anywhere. So if you let Iran attack them because they're crazy, or because they think they have a right to rule, it'll cause a new nuclear war. And if you don't do something about Saudi Arabia, they're going to attack them. And so we're not the world's peacekeeper under Trump. He's just trying to de-escalate all of this and what the globalists set up in Trump's own words. I'm trying to fix what Obama and Hillary and the establishment did of getting all these groups fighting and stirring them up to control them. That's dangerous, Trump has said, and he wants to stop that. So I think I pretty much already told you where I stand on what Trump's done. 
But I'll get into details of that when we come back, and then I'll get to the Tucker Carlson, and then I'll get to your calls. We're going to look at some of the strike footage and the rest of it. Please remember how we reach new people is when you share the links at Infowars.com forward slash show, band.video, and the Alex Jones section and more. That's how we reach new people. Remember, they're trying to ban this show because we're really covering real facts, and the establishment doesn't want you thinking about how the world really works, who the different factions are. They just want you to mindlessly take a side. Well, we do have a side, and it's called the truth. We'll be back. Stay with us. Please spread those links. Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. In the year. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. third live broadcast of 2020 and things are already getting crazy thank you for joining us on this live friday edition well did president trump have any choice but to strike and kill basically the top leadership of the iranian military and their terror networks worldwide yes trump had a choice He could do nothing like he did the last 10 ships or so they blew up and sunk. The last times they shot and killed U.S. troops all over the Middle East or the other times that they're killing contractors that are just simply there working in oil fields. Iran is muscling its way through the Middle East. It believes it can topple the other Islamic regimes. And if that happens, you'll have an organized Islamic force even more deadly with 3 billion Muslims ready to take over what's left of the rotting West. So long term, taking Iran out of the control of the Islamicists that that captured the secular country and 70 plus percent in internal polls hate it. And if we could take that away from the radical Islamicists, that'd be a big victory for humanity, wouldn't it? But you see... Our criminal globalist government in 79 removed the Shah and put the Ayatollah Khomeini in. And then they double-crossed Jimmy Carter. And they sabotaged the raid and all of it. You can say, oh, great, that's what got Ronald Reagan in. The point is, is it's the groups behind that. And Trump is saying, I'm not going to be like Jimmy Carter. And I'm not going to be like uh, JFK with the Bay of Pigs and all this crap. He's not telling Anybody, what's going on? He's fired the moles in the National Security Council. He's not telling Pelosi and the House and Senate Intelligence Committee what he's doing now. You know why? Because they're globalists, a lot of them, and they're leaking the information. And so do I like war? Absolutely not. I was against the last string of wars because they were based on lies. They were based on false flags. They were based on yellow cake and uranium and aluminum tubes and nuclear reactors and centrifuges with anthrax and Colin Powell holding it up in his hand, knowing he was a liar. I was on over 100 radio stations in 2001. Popular conservative talk shows, but I was against expansion of that war. I was against the millions of dead Iraqis because they were a secular government originally put in by policies of Eisenhower. 
And the deep state wanted to get rid of Saddam because they wanted to make worse things happen and have a civil war there, which you now see, to bring down those seven countries that Wesley Clark later talked about. Trump is going back to the Eisenhower policy of trying to stabilize countries and westernize them. That's what I want. So when we see, oh, Trump's going along with the plan now to bring down one of the final countries in that hit list that that General Clark talked about that's bipartisan, that's not, in my view, what's happening. We know John Kerry and Obama and Hillary have worked with the Iranians. They've gone to Iran. Kerry has and others to openly say Trump is weak, embarrass him militarily. And so it's very bold to not just sink some Iranian patrol boat or hit some militia with some more fighter jets. That's what, that's what Bill Clinton did when he was very unpopular in an impeachment. You know, they're running the headlines everywhere, which I think we should look at because it's historic. Those headlines, one of them is on DrudgeReport.com, of Bill Clinton impeached, bombs Iraq. Impeachment vote in House delayed as Clinton launches Iraq airstrike, citing military need to move swiftly. But you see, nothing had actually happened in Iraq when he did that, or when he bombed an aspirin factory in Sudan before that as a distraction. And that was confirmed. This is real. We've been attacked. The embassy was attacked because they've been probing and we've been putting up with it. And so instead of bombing an aspirin factory, Trump boldly killed the leader of the organization that has sleeper cells inside the United States and inside Europe, and and now that's the gamble. They may really strike, even though that'll blow up in their face, and the U.S. will retaliate even bigger, and this could escalate into a wider regional war. They're definitely going to try to block the Strait of Hormuz and drive up oil prices. That's already starting to happen. And so this is a really bad decision, but it's one of the best decisions you could make out of a list of even worse decisions. Now I'm going to play some of what Tucker Carlson has to say about this from his perspective, which I agree with that perspective. You know, we've got a bunch of other guests coming on, like Syrian Girl and others that have been over there and live there and, and, you know, say that Trump's wrong. We're going to hear that perspective. We're not a cult. We have debates. We're going to open the phones up, and you can agree, disagree, give us your expertise. Maybe you live in Iran. Maybe you live in the Middle East. Maybe you've been in the military. Maybe you think I'm wrong. Maybe you think Trump's wrong. I want to hear it. I respect you. This is the Central Texas Command Center, and a lot of the commands are when you call in with your ideas and what you think ought to be done because I think you're amazing. And I really like the show when I take calls. That's why we do it. 877-789-2539. Alex, 877-789-2539. Let's give first-time callers a chance in the first round. And then you can call in if you're a regular caller, you know, next hour or so, please. 877-789-2539. Now, we'll go to your calls when we come back. I will hit the sleeper cell news because that's really serious. And, and not just if the Iranian military gives those orders. Because remember, it's a, it's, a, it's a governmental Islamic worldwide system where religion, the economy, and the military are fused in a takeover, in a jihad, that most experts are agreeing to trigger World War III. Well, we're already in a slow-motion war with globalism and radical Islam trying to get rid of Christianity in the West because no one can compete with the Renaissance Christian economy. Everybody wants to be in there. Everybody wants to experience the fruits of it. So that's why radical Islam, globalist systems work together with the Chicoms. The Chicoms don't let Islam into their country. They put you in a death camp. I think that's wrong. But the point is, they know it's an expansionist authoritarian thing competing with them. But they'll use it against us all day long and, and, and produce Netflix shows paid for by the Chinese government openly worshiping Islamification because they know that's a cancer for us. So you see, it's Christendom and the Renaissance and the West and those, those ideas of radical, liberal egalitarianism that the fascist left is trying to overthrow because they're threatened by it. They're on the Chicom payroll. The left of today is an occultic group. Don't confuse leftists with liberal. Prager University has the seminal video on that. So we're going to break it all down today. But let's roll some of the footage of the strike from the Reaper Drones, so robot did the killing. And then we'll show you some of the footage from the ground as well. But those guys thought they were untouchable. They thought they were working with the deep state. They thought Trump was weak. Well, now they think different. So I think Trump 
who's shown real restraint when the deep state's trying to set him up with this Iran conflict, let them know, hey, we're serious. And so you better understand that when you escalate, it's going to get a lot more serious from there and on. And I think that's peace through strength. It's a gamble. Things could go desperately wrong. I think we're going to find out very, very soon how they're going to respond. They've got to respond and look strong uh, to the cult they've got running their country. And so we're going to break it all down today. I'll get to the Tucker Carlson when we come back, the sleeper cells, and then your calls. Andrew, Richard, many others that are already lining up on this live Friday edition. The Owen Schroyer is coming up today, 3 to 6 p.m. Don't forget that. I'm coming in Saturday and Sunday uh, to do special events and the regular Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. broadcast as well. Um, Please remember, without your financial support, we're not here. We've been demonized, sued, attacked by the globalists. That's fine. You're supporting us. We're overcoming it. We're still on air. We're expanding in some ways thanks to you. The year-end sale is extended for three more days. Storewide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 70% off, and a bunch of stuff just sold out, and a bunch of stuff's about to sell out. So a lot of the sale is already ending uh, with more than 20 items. More than 40 items are still on sale, but that's how you fund the operation, plus they're great products. Get your Wake Up America coffee experience, some of the best coffee out there at a great price that funds the InfoWar. Get our new tooth whitening toothpaste. It's amazing. InfoWarStore.com. Just like our information is game-changing, our products really are amazing. Giant sales at InfoWarStore.com. I can't tell you how vital it is to fund this operation and get great products at the same time, a total win-win. So take action now and be assured you're holding up the First Amendment in the face of the globalist. I'm Alex Jones, and this is 2020. Well, here we are in the year 2020. And old friends are not forgotten. You, the patriots, that have kept InfoWars on the air. Thank you so much. I don't want the globalists to win for my children's future, for your children's future. But also, I just personally don't want them to be able to shut us down. And thanks to you spreading the word and buying the products, we are able to stay on air. We have huge end of Christmas, end of the year sales, the biggest ever. Clearance sales up to 75% off, free shipping, double Patriot points. The new year is here. It's a great way to get healthy and fund the InfoWar. So go to InfoWarsLife.com and stock up on all the great products like Brain Force Plus and Super Mel Vitality and X2 and X3. All of it is amazing. The Real Red Pill Plus, the Real Red Pill. Find out about these great products at InfoWarsLife.com and fund the InfoWar. But whatever you do, remember, 2020 is a critical year, so everybody get the word out and fight for freedom. I keep my eye on the news all the time, but I miss the fact that in late 2019, just about two weeks ago, the CDC and the FDA approved live Ebola vaccine to be given inside the United States. And it is an experimental vaccine. It is live. It's not even attenuated. They've just genetically modified it so it's supposedly not lethal. Same stuff they did with the Gardasil vaccine that's admittedly killed and maimed so many. This is just crazy. And the Congos had the biggest outbreaks of Ebola ever since they started giving the vaccine there in the last few years. Oh, and of course, opening the borders up here and letting people in unvetted the Democrats distribute across the country. You cannot make up the magnitude of this insanity. And it is an attempted Ebola assault on America. This is the New World Order. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. I totally understand being against these wars. I've been against all of them. Vietnam, we weren't allowed to win that. That was all a stage deal. Meant to cause fissures here in the United States, a huge province for the military-industrial complex. And Trump was against the 2003 Iraq invasion. And Trump's been trying to get our troops out. But Iran's been attacking our interests, and they think it's weak that uh, we haven't stood up to them. And, you know, just because America's had some corrupt bad people running it for a while doesn't mean that everybody else is good, like the Chai Coms grabbing the South China Sea and militarily attacking Vietnam and funding all these different invasions for the UN and the United States. So I don't, like a chicken hawk, feel good about people dying. And I don't enjoy wars just because I, I fantasize about how it's manly. 
But Trump has boldly said, look, we'll just kill your leadership. You try to take over our embassy. They really did that. They're really pushing all of this. They're really sinking ships and mining ships. And, and my own listeners are like, oh, no, it's a false flag. And it turns out Iran is doing that. But why are they doing it to embarrass Trump and then denying it and later admitting it? Because they're working with the deep state just like they did with China telling North Korea to suddenly escalate on Trump and start firing missiles at Japan and threatening to invade the South. And Trump had the military build up. They were going to go in, told China. China said, okay, stop. Those were tests Trump went through to become president. And now in the last year of his presidency, if he doesn't get reelected, with 304 days left, what was he supposed to do when they did that to the embassy? And then there's the top general with the head of the global militia, their meeting at the airport, like it's all a big joke, and the Ayatollah is saying, you're a joke, you can, quote, do nothing. You can't do anything, close quote. Because Trump had done nothing, and they believed that we were paralyzed, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the neocons are going to try to leverage this, and here's the big problem. Saudi Arabia, Israel, or elements inside our own government. And I'm not saying Saudi Arabia is all evil. They're, 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 their establishment's very bad, and we're trying to make them not be like that. And Israel, I don't dislike Israel, but Israel's got some bad people running it sometimes, too. Different factions. And Israel's been caught staging false flags. That's in Jerusalem Post. They help fund uh, Hamas to counter Hezbollah. And they help fund some of the ISIS operations in Syria. So did the United States under Obama and Hillary. What if Israel stages a false flag to get us deeper into a war? You've already had the Iranian rebels firing ICBMs into Riyadh trying to start a war. So false flags are still a danger. And, and, and who could pull them to get us into a full-on war with Iran? Because Iran has now said that they're going to destroy us, they're going to annihilate us, hashtag savage revenge. Well, what happens if there's some terror attacks that's not really Iranians? So I get why this is so dangerous, and I get what is being said by Tucker Carlson because this could get out of hand really quickly. Here's the problem that already got out of hand. Our criminal government overthrew the elected government of Iran in 53 in Operation Ajax and did everything else since then. And Trump is legitimately trying to end that strategy of tension, that strategy of destabilization, and I like that. Does it mean that it isn't going to be bloody? Does it mean it isn't going to be a really bad emergency surgery? Does it mean things might not go bad or even worse? Yes, but at a gut level, I know how much the globalists hate Trump and they hate him really being the president and I believe he's making the best decisions with the information he's got. Doesn't mean I like what's happening. So here's another perspective and we'll take your calls and get your perspective. Here's Tucker Carlson. We have an unexpected Fox News alert for you, something that has just happened in Iraq. The situation there heating up very quickly without any debate here in Washington. Iraqi television has just confirmed that Qasim Soleimani, a former general in Iran's Revolutionary Guard and a commander of the Quds Force, has been killed in a rocket attack, apparently initiated by the United States, near the Baghdad airport, along with the top official in the Iraqi Shiite militia. Now, what were they doing in Iraq? Unclear. But his death comes several days after intentions kind of came out into the open in that country. Last week, if you've been following this, you know, an American civilian contractor was killed by militants in Iraq. The U.S. government blamed that attack on Iran and it retaliated with strikes. In response, protesters blockaded the U.S. embassy in Baghdad. It's basically where we were when the show started tonight. Defense Secretary Mark Esper warned that the United States is prepared to launch additional preemptive military strikes against Iranian interests in the region, which apparently are what we are seeing right now. Now, again, there's been virtually no debate or even discussion about this, but America appears to be lumbering toward a new Middle East war. And we have to say it's one that official Washington has wanted for decades. For example, disgraced National Security Advisor John Bolton has made it his life's mission to start a war with Iran. And tonight, Bolton may be finally getting his wish. Should you be happy about that? That's the question. Well, the last time we took John Bolton's advice in the region, Iran became far more powerful than it was before. 
before we took John Bolton's advice. Why? Because things are never quite as simple as they claim they are in Washington. In this case, the very people demanding action against Iran tonight, the ones telling you the Persian menace is the greatest threat we face, are the very same ones demanding that you ignore the invasion of America now in progress from the South. The millions, the tens of millions of foreign nationals living among us illegally, the torrent, more significantly, of Mexican narcotics that has killed and disabled entire generations of Americans. Nobody cares, in case you haven't noticed. Pay no attention to all of that, these very same people tell us. The real threat is Iran. Well, they're liars, and they don't care about you. They don't care about your kids. They're reckless and incompetent. And you should keep all of that in mind as War with Iran looms closer tonight. Kurt Mills is a senior writer at the American Conservative. He joins us now. All right, so let's Kurt stop there. The full interview is thought-provoking. It's up on Infowars.com. And I totally agree with Tucker Carlson that we're dealing with a bunch of scum in D.C., a bunch of chicken hawks. He could have added that Bolton and a whole bunch of other senior neocons were part of companies that got waivers to work with oil companies that made billions in Iran during the sanctions on Iran that Cheney and others got waivers for. So they are the worst of the worst. I can't stand John Bolton. The man is a menace. That said, the Iranian leadership is a menace. They mowed down 600 and something of their own people just a few weeks ago. Women that take off a jibs get killed. Oh, but don't worry, AOC says they need to put their hijabs back on. Oh, by the way, she's saying that Trump's doing this to wag the dog. Um, Clinton was super unpopular and propped up by the system. Trump's super popular. I've been saying that for years. Now even their own internal polls show he's just insanely popular. Every Democrat I know that is a cognizant person who has a IQ above room temperature supports Trump now because the Democrats are so dangerous. There has been a systemic break with the Democrats. Everyone knows they work for the globalists and hate America. And you're damn right. Fentanyl coming in from the chai Mexico's just the, the toilet into which the chai dump it, so let's not blame the Mexicans. Come on. Let's blame ourselves. We're putting up with it and using it and letting the chai got caught trying to ship enough into the U.S. through Mexico last year to kill 10.6 billion people if they all took one dose of it, if you broke it up with that many doses to a lethal dose. That's more people than there are on the planet by 4 billion almost. So, yes, he's absolutely right. That's the real menace. Millions a year dying from this. Massive suicides, uh, occultism, falling away from God, industry being shut down. But Trump, I've got all the real numbers. He's changed the rules, the regulations. He's defeated the courts. It's taken him three years to now deport people at the border instead of bringing them in and then letting them go. It's all right here. It's happening. Trump's the real deal. <clears throat> but it doesn't mean that uh, he's doing a great job in a lot of things. He's real. He's an American president. He's really trying to set the country back on the right footing. But he's letting the big media cartels, big tech cartels, financed by the Koch brothers and others that are financing the Heritage Foundation, the rest of it, literally screw this country over and silence millions of people and use AI in real time to block what people see and do, pre-programmed. That's not censorship. That's total surveillance and control. Even the Washington Post calls it the surveillance apocalypse. It sounds like I wrote it or Paul Watson did. Or it sounds like Matt Drudge on the radio 20 years ago. And we were all right. And so because we're right and we're credible and we've done homework and we know what we're talking about, we're the ones that are under attack and being silenced. All right, I'm going to your phone calls. Dr. C. Pachenik, who's a real expert on Iran, he was involved in the whole Carter situation and more. He's going to be joining us. Syrian girl, she's really uh, smart and she doesn't agree with Trump right now. Uh, and so much more. It's all coming up. Your phone call, second hour, whatever you do, share the word. 
just during the break, I went and got a delicious cup, my second cup of the day. It's really strong. I shouldn't do this because all work and no play makes Jack a really aggressive boy and the coffee adds to it. But mm. Wake Up America coffee, everybody loves. Highest rated from the Chiapas Mountains. It's beyond Mexican coffee, beyond Guatemalan coffee. It's the best coffee in the world. It's right on the border between the two countries in those rainforests. Hand selected. It's beyond organic. Wild crafted. Wake Up America coffee. People are blown away by how good it is. Same stuff sold in Whole Foods on another name for $30 for the same size container. Yes, folks, we've been selling it 10 years, never raised the price. $19.95 for that big old bag. 99% reviews, 598 reviews, 4.9 stars on third-party sites. Sign up for auto ship, additional 10% off. Get it auto-delivered to you. So don't forget to get it each month or every two months. You can click out to nine months whenever you want the new order coming in. 15 days up to nine months. Patriot Blend Medium Roast only has a 98% out of 814 reviews. It's not as popular. <laughs> Anyways, it's all at InfoWarsStore.com. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We are back live broadcasting worldwide, and I see a lot of callers that say they disagree with me that Trump shouldn't have struck. I don't want, and again, I'm not waffling because I can't handle people disagreeing with me. I'm trying to explain. I understand why Trump did it. It's very dangerous. It's a bad option of a whole bunch of other worse options. And are we just supposed to sit there and let the Iranians do whatever they want? Blow up some more ships, mine some more harbors, uh, attack, attack, attack. Just because the neocons helped stir this up, just because the globalists helped set all this up, doesn't mean we're not still living in it. So we got a bunch of callers disagree with me, and I'm going to go to them. Paul says complete nonsense, terrorism scam, Trump is wrong. Cameron lived in Iran, comments on attack, false flag. Jeff wants to talk about Iran general, Trump attack. Peter says, wants to talk about Iran, Syria, China, Intel, and Ebola. Tarif in Louisiana against Iran war conflict is Trump supporter. Mo in Texas, Iran general death, war comments. Justin in Virginia, pushback on war with Iran, Alex Jones comments. Richard, attack on embassy, connection to intelligence agency. Andrew in Idaho, drone strikes, Obama, sleeper cells, due process. What I haven't hit yet is the sleeper cells. I always get behind, but I'm going to cover that after I take your calls. It's top linked up on drudgereport.com. Also has the live feed of the show in it. Hope you'll share that with folks. Let's go to a call right now. Let's go ahead and talk to Paul in New Jersey. Go ahead and thanks for calling. Hello, Alex. Hi. Alex, uh, I remember uh, Mike Pompeo a few months ago trying to paint a brush about um, Iran being the center of uh, exporting terrorism throughout the world. But if you check from the uh, University of Maryland's uh, website, it's called the... Uh, uh, the Global Terrorism Database, and it's actually linked to the uh, Department of Homeland Security. And you research this, and this was a news item several years ago, that 94% uh, of the terrorism throughout the world is Sunni-sponsored terrorism. Uh, as we know, Iran is a Shiite nation, and so if we take out the 94%, then the Shiites are only responsible for 6% of the global terrorism, which is a small percentage. Fact of the matter is, Al Qaeda was Sunni sponsored terrorism. ISIL, Al Nusra, Jundalad, uh, uh, God's Army, a whole assortment of these global terrorist groups. Uh, and they're the ones doing a lot of the atrocities in Africa today. And Soleimani is the guy that helped take out ISIS in the Middle East. Exactly. And actually, we should almost be thankful to Soleimani because we were allied with him back under Obama in around 2015 when ISIL was making forays into uh, northern uh, Iraq, into Moselle, into Crete. And Soleimani basically led his team, and it wasn't, uh, you know, an officially an Iranian army, but a group, I'm sure, of Shiite militias to drive ISIS out of uh, Iraq. And for that, we should be thankful for him. And in a sense, this is what I'm saying about Donald Trump, that he's got to stick with a, a coherent narrative. Because uh, remember, what we've been hearing well, Paul, a lot Paul, you late sound like a really smart guy that's got a background in, in, a, in a lot of research, but... but I, and you're absolutely right. Everything you're saying is totally true. 
And D.C.'s full of criminals, and they'll turn anything Trump does into something bad. And this is really dangerous, like Tucker Carlson said. We're going to go to break. I'm going to come back to you because uh, I want to give you the floor. Smart callers. But I want to ask you as we come back, Paul, why then did they attack the embassy? Why are they doing this to the ships? Why are they shooting stuff down? Uh, why are they playing into this? Why are they meeting with the back channel of Obama and Hillary and the deep state, who we know are trying to use Iran to, to embarrass Trump? They're using China to try to get North Korea to embarrass America. And Trump stood up and, and, and North Korea backed down. This is a very strong message to North Korea and to China right now. And it's about Trump's leadership. So I get the whole history and the background and all of that. I'm talking about what Trump did here and what do we do when people attack our embassies. I'm going to ask you that when we come back. Or I just asked the question. We're back in 60 seconds with Paul in New Jersey. Then we'll go to Andrew and everybody else. Stay with us on this live Friday global transmission. Whatever you do, spread the live link from band.video and the drudgereport.com link to our story. Well, President Trump did something very bold yesterday. Instead of blowing up some Shiite militia in response to their attack on the U.S. Embassy, he killed Soleimani, who's basically the leader uh, of the Islamic Republic of Iran. They say he's the number two guy, but he, he ran the show and the head of their global militia. And yeah, there's university studies and things that say most exported terrorism is out of Saudi Arabia, is uh, the whole Al-Qaeda a variety. But the Shiites have their political Islamic operations around the world. And they do have the real competent sleeper cells. Um, and they've said they have those sleeper cells. And they've said they're going to have a savage revenge. That's a quote uh, against us. So I'm asking the caller, Paul, what do we do then Why, when, when, when Iran goes into the embassy? And I know you're going to say, well, we bombed some of their militias. Yeah, that were killing contractors and i mean I, iran is pushing back and i know you're going to say well we've got sanctions on them um so you're going to say we're being pushed by saudi arabia and israel uh into this and i think to a certain extent you're right um and so what do you think should be done where do you think this is going well for one i i think uh the shiite militias in our in Iraq are not fully controlled by the Iranians. I would argue that they're actually a bunch of hotheads. They form their own sectionalized or uh, factionalized little groups, and then they go off on their own without orders from Iran. I, I would just like, by the way, that in eastern Ukraine, some of the secessionists in the Donbass uh, go on their own and don't really get their orders from Russia either. I, I think the situations are, are somewhat similar when you have a great power uh, which is sympathetic towards, uh, you know, expansionism along their border, but they don't really want to own it. You understand? They don't want a direct connection. Oh, to sure. It. You always have a group rise up and then and then claim it wants to join you later. I mean, my not bragging. Right. It's just an interesting historical fact. My ancestors, you know, actually worked with President Jackson uh, more than a decade before Texas seceded from uh, Mexico, and it was all a plan. I mean, I'll just be honest to come in because uh, you know the Mexican government couldn't occupy things build it up, uh, and then as soon as they tried to ban Protestantism, uh, basically use that as a way to launch Texas. And so even back then, I mean, the U.S. government was already planning its Western expansion into places like Texas. So you're absolutely right that that's how these proxy operations work. That, that's just textbook. Yeah, and I, but as for my wish list, I, you know, we have to remember that that three-quarter of a billion-dollar embassy uh, complex, and really is more like a fort, was built by the 9-11 culprit George Bush, Jr. And the point is, the fact of the matter is, as an American, I don't really want to kill my way out of keeping that fort over there in Iraq. To me, it doesn't matter. It, to me, it's not a big deal if we strategically just pack our bags and retreat. From oh, I agree with you. I think, I, I think Trump's original instinct to pull the hell out of there and let them kill each other or fix it, hopefully, is the right way to go. But how does he do that then when the neocons and the left are going to call him weak? Well, you just let them call you weak and, and go to the American people and explain it and take it you know, take it in, on the stump and out on the uh, campaign. 
Well, where do you think this is going to end? Because it it could certainly end really bad. How do you think the Iranians are going to respond? Or are they smart enough not to escalate? I think they're exactly that. They won't escalate. Everything's going to cool down, and we'll forget about it in three weeks. They're they're smart. They don't want a direct conflict. They have to build up still and work on their economy and other issues, stronger alliances with the Chinese and Russia, and build more missiles in their mountain uh, bunkers there. (laughs) You know, I, I think they're a very smart group of people. And actually, I would argue if the goal is to rule the Middle East, I would think that you'd want to divide it. And to divide the Middle East, since Sunnis are about, I think, 85 percent of the Muslim population in the region, I think it behooves us to make Iran into the enemy. I think we should make, actually, Iran more influential and more powerful so then we have a better balance of power. Sure, but, I mean, are you then agreeing agreeing with Obama and his shadow diplomacy, what they've been doing? Well, I like the thought that you do it on the cheap. I don't like that Obama toppled Libya or uh, Syria at all by any means, nor do I want to spread this carnage and turn the whole Middle East into a charnel house. Uh, but uh, I do believe uh, do it on the cheap. I don't. Well, let me ask you this. Why do you think Trump did this? I mean, I think he knows that Iran is probing and, and, and talking to the deep state and thinks he's weak, and I think he did it to telegraph strength. That, yeah, very likely, but I think the Iranians are going to back down out of this. They're, they're smart cookies, so. All right, uh, smart caller, yeah. Paul. Thank you. thank you, sir. You tell that guy's definitely been working at the State Department or something. <laughs> Speaking of the State Department, Dr. Steve Pachenik's coming up. He's an Iran expert. By the way, a lot of listeners go, this guy says he ran this operation, that operation. He really did run a lot of big operations and was involved in a bunch of the others. When he's sitting there rattling stuff off, it was about his memoir. That's why he rattled off 10 minutes of stuff, and I stopped him because it's just it's so so over the top. But it really is true. There's a lot of people like that that have done a lot of stuff. I mean, gosh, I've had cousins and stuff that were in the Army 35 years, and they'll hardly tell you stories, but they do. It's just like one after the other. The wild stuff goes on you never hear about. It's just crazy. Uh, let's see. And he, boy, my family definitely doesn't want to go to war with Iran because it's all classified stuff, but I've talked to some that, let's just see, we got satellites that can see down into the dirt, and that Iran's had nukes for at least 15 years, folks. So it's, it's bad. So is Saudi Arabia. So the, 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 this place is a time bomb, a time bomb. Okay, let's go ahead and talk to Andrew in Idaho, then Cameron. Andrew, welcome. Hey, it's good to talk to you, Ken Alice. I don't know if you remember me. I told you I've been with you since Bohemian Grove. Well, I, uh, I do remember a lot of callers calling about Bohemian Grove, Andrew, but uh, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm just really worried about the direction we're heading right now. Looks like we've uh, drifted a long way since... Since Ron Paul, if I could just start off real quick, just so you know that my wife says I'm your biggest fan. So, well, I'm a big fan of you folks keeping us on air in defiance of the globalists. So, God bless you, brother. I've spent thousands, thousands on your store. I could probably give you the best product push you've ever had. Well, that will give us the product push. I haven't done one yet this hour, and you know we're barely keeping it the size we are. So, we need folks to buy the products. They're great products. Which products do you like best? I think I have almost every one of your products, but I can't. I can't do a push for your products right now. I can't. I understand. I thought I was just, you were segueing. I mean, if you'd like to, go ahead. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what's your take no, on, you said drone strikes, Obama, sleeper cells, due process. I just feel like we've just a, a long way from, you know, pulling out and becoming uh, fiscally responsible. Uh, but the, No, I understand, but they've got us have... caught, sir. They've got, uh, here's the deal. I don't want this war. I don't like what happened yesterday, okay? It, you know, it doesn't make me get excited. Yeah. In, in a way of like feeling tough and powerful. But at the same time, you understand that the globalists are working with Iran at a certain level to try to make Trump look stupid. And they can only make him look stupid by uh, coercing him into a war. Uh, that, that's the best way to make him. And our entire party has become very, very different from, uh, from where we were when we were with, uh, when we were supporting Ron Paul. And it just, that is the way it is. No, you're right. Uh, the, the, the Libertarian Nationalist Party that kind of formed that help get Trump in. We, we don't want to be. We don't want to be co-opted if Trump becomes neoconian. We are uh, exactly, and I, I keep seeing everywhere. I mean, I am defending against taxation. I see people writing. Uh, I'm glad my tax dollars went to a, to uh, to drop by, you know, to kill a terrorist. With Anwar Awlaki, uh, he was the first American citizen killed. If we any of us that remember, that was killed without due process under Obama. During that time, I was defending. Uh, do pro, you know, criticizing Obama, defending, defending our Constitution against uh, liberals like my sister. 
No, uh, I hear you. And, and, and now it's the left loves all these wars and says Trump's wrong for not wanting to blow up North Korea. Good points. God bless you. Thank you, Andrew. Tell your wife I said hi. All right. I just spent 10 minutes with one caller, two minutes with another. I got to get to everybody. So when we come back, I'm going to go to Cameron, Josh, Jeff, Peter, Bob, Tyreef. Uh, we'll go to Tyreef soon. Um, we're going to go to Mo and Justin and Richard and everybody on the other side. Speaking of the products, these are the biggest sales we've ever had. We just escalated them last year into this year. A bunch of stuff's already selling out or has sold out. So the big mega sale is still going for items that haven't sold out or are about to sell out. Because some things that we're not going to get for a few months, I'm going to go ahead and you know go back to the regular price and hopefully get some money into funder operation. But uh, storewide free shipping, double Patriot points. I want to thank you all for your financial support. And we'll continue to promote free speech and justice in the Second Amendment and not launching offensive wars as well. And having a big open debate here, uh, you know, not being for or against the war, just having a real discussion about it. Stay with us. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live-underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional, off-the-grid mobile survival bug-out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com.